The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Deep Sea Fishing. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one, and also come see us live in Chicago on September 8th. Okay, bye-bye. All right, let me just turn this on here. All right, that light means that we're recording. I like to record all of the expeditions when I take out clients. Some people don't like it. Some people love it. It's free of charge. It's nothing extra. You could take it um, after we're done or not. Uh, some people like it for the the memory. Some people like to film all this stuff. You know, everyone's got crazy cameras, like the ones that go on your head and everything. And uh, well, you know, so don't just don't mind that. Uh, and um, it's not for legal reasons or anything like that. So don't worry. Go wild. We're going to be on international waters shortly. So uh, as usual, I'm. Oyster, I'm the captain of this here vessel, my boat, and I'm here with, uh, we got Mr. Wolfgang Puck, the esteemed chef, and uh, my my good friend, Captain Gordon Cobweb. Oh, Uh, former captain. You know, I wish I could say I was still a captain, but. Well, you're the captain of the former Uden Fennel. uh, Oh, she was a good ship until I ran her aground. You know, the sea can be an uncompromising mistress. And, well, I learned on that fateful day. Well, I would day, say she's, she's more of a cruel mistress. Yeah. Well, I cruel imagine and the sea more as a big smorgasbord that we have out in the woods, out in the ocean. And we can go get all kinds of oysters and scallops. And when, when I was at Spago, we had this all of the time. We ate it in the butter and wine and stuff like this. And the, the, the fishermen, they would come in and they would come, I want to see Wolfgang Puck. I've always felt very good amongst fishermen. I've always felt that it is very fun to have people that show up to me and want me to sell me the most rare treats, the most rare meat. I want, you know, I had a man, a fisherman, and he said, I have something for you, Wolfgang. And it was a doppelganger of himself that we cooked and eat it in the kitchen there and had white fish with a white sauce cream and corn on pizza. And they said I was crazy. Well, Wolfgang, I think you picked the right guy to take you out to sea here because Captain Oyster, he's found some crazy stuff in the sea over the years. I want to eat a doppelganger that looks exactly like me. It has always been a dream for me to eat a doppelganger that looks exactly like me. They say Dybbuk do it. Uh, it is a, a Jewish thing. But well, I have not found Dybbuk. Well, Wolfgang, I think, uh, well, he's right. You're on the right boat. I mean, you guys paid the full price. Pretty much, I call it the anything goes fee where, you know, there's different tiers. If you want to go out and get tuna, I'll get you tuna, but you only pay for that. You want to get snappers, you want to get sharks, etc. But if you want to get anything, and I mean anything, it's a flat fee of about $250,000. I'll take you out. Many people have been out on this boat. You know, one time I had a, I had Kevin O'Leary out here, you know, from Dragon's Den and Shark Tank. You know, we watch TV. You see that show? Yes, he has uh, the businesses come to him and he says no or yes. And then he drinks. He says, I like to drink wine. And he's got the uh, fake hair, right? Him, that one or other one who is bald. I do not like him as much because he is very mean. Oh, he's he's bald. It's that's Kevin. Yeah, he wanted to come out to the sea to find an actual dragon's den out here. Well, I mean, he was looking he was looking for sharks, actually. He fed a guy to a shark, is what I'll say. Well, a shark is like a kind of seafaring dragon. You are I mean, very you forthcoming so with that information, I must say. Well, I mean, I could say it. It was on international waters. It's not really my fault. We signed all these contracts, as you guys know. I'm not at any legal responsibility for what you do out here. Um, and Kevin brought out one of the contestants from Dragon's Den or Shark Tank rather and he said you know you have great business ideas I really like your ideas and now I'm going to take them and he pushed the guy you know and we had these we had these guys they're going in a frenzy under the boat oh my sharks, great whites rather and uh, they were uh, yeah I mean and Kevin you know, O'Leary said this is a whole different kind of Shark Tank by which he meant an actual Shark. Ocean, the ocean was ocean. A, like yeah, it was the like biggest a tank. shark tank there is. He said, "Yeah." And uh, you know, I, 
you know, what am I going to do about it? I don't judge. I take people out. of. I just drive the boat. This is my boat. Well, was the That's man handcuffed or was he brought in on as a He is very inebriated. He is very drunk. Well, let me say and this too. If Kevin O'Leary is going to shove you into the ocean, you don't say no. If you're an entrepreneur. I would say no. I would say no. I do not want to be, uh, uh, how you say, shoved in the ocean by a Shark Tank man. No. No. No good at all. It is better to be on the deck of the boat with a, 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 a snail, white wine, crusty loaf. You can smear it right on. Much better to me. Much now, better. I actually heard another uh, rumor about Kevin O'Leary that he actually had another ulterior motive for coming out to international waters. He wanted to see if he could become half shark. Oh, uh, well, those were the rumors. I mean, he kind of just wanted to kill this guy and take his business ideas, uh, his patent. It was actually for like a neck pillow or something for planes. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Kevin's made like, you know, four billion off of it in the past year. So, I mean, I was told he got what there he was wanted. A shark. Now, it, 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 let me make sure I, I say this uh, correctly. These sharks, they uh, wear rollerblades and they, you know, wear helmets and... Um, oh, the street uh, sharks. Yeah, street I, sharks, yes, yes, yes. And they they look like mostly uh, uh, head. And uh, I, I find them very intriguing. Found them very intriguing. Tried to uh, do research to figure out where they might be. And uh, it is, uh, unfortunately, I, I hate to break the news if you didn't know, they are cartoon. And uh, you well, cannot eat cartoon, or at least not yet. Well, uh, in which big city? Well, I I'll tell you, find. Wolfgang, I mean, you never, I always say about the ocean, never say never. I mean, they might be out there. You don't know. It's like the sp outer space out here. You know, there's it, a lot it, of. I, it, it's nonsense. They would not be wearing rollerblades. Uh, uh, we've seen, we've seen sharks out here wearing rollerblades in the ocean. Yeah, they were street sharks. They weren't, wearing, they didn't have They're muscular normal sharks, but someone bodies, had like taped them around them. Did yeah, the, okay. I mean, there's a lot of junk in the ocean, a lot of plastic these days, and a lot of... Yeah, they were playing around but in I mean, the garbage patch something. To We've me, seen... it says if a street shark has rollerblades, to me, that means it, it has human feet, correct? Yes? Does it have... Does the shark no, have human no, no. feet? There are sharks that have uh, arms, though, and uh, dis, uh, opposable and thumbs. And they wear shorts. And are the shorts no, hiding no, no, no. Uh, genitalia? No, or no, no, no. Do they have uh, uh, vehement street sharks? Um, you know, it seems like uh, 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 the proportions would be uh, unreasonable. All right, well, we're going to be leaving the harbor here. Um, we are going to be out uh, close to the Bahamas here is where we're at. And, uh, you know, uh, South of Florida, the Atlantic Ocean, and um, what do you, what is your guys's goal out here? What are you looking to catch? Because I mean, you paid well, like I said, you paid the anything goes, so we could do whatever you want. I mean, if one of you kills each other, I can't do anything about that, as you know. So just a heads up. I notice that we are all armed. Uh, Wolfgang kind of has a weird sword on his hip. I don't know if it's like a Prussian style sword or something and he's got his all of his gear his fishing vest a nice big hat i have my, my kitchen, kitchen gun i have my cutlass it is a, a, a ceremonial and uh it, it is very fun i wanted to get very dressed up i am out here looking for uh, a mermaid i am very excited to find a mermaid a mermaid are you gonna are you gonna use that saber of yours on a mermaid wolf game oh no i'm just oh, joking no. We got no. great state-of-the-art fishing poles. As you can see, these are very large carbon fiber, deep-sea fishing rods. Um, these Won't things are about $10,000 each. Won't so. be needed at all. I've, I've been not uh, 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 cut up a mermaid. I've been not uh, uh, fish for mermaid. Uh, if we see mermaid, um, you just let me know, and I uh, will handle it from there. I've seen a mermaid. It was about 10 years ago. In the Caribbean. Well, I'm hoping we can find one again. It's the whole point of, of me doing this is I'm trying to find the mermaid. I'm very excited if I can find one. I've never seen one. I understand that they have uh, 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 shells covering uh, where their breasts might be. No, uh, they I, don't actually. It, they, oh, my. Well, the what did one they have I saw covering was, their breasts? It, it was quite voluptuous, I will admit, and long, beautiful, sort of turquoise 
hair. Oh, with like oh, an aquamarine wow. highlight to it, and it was yeah, she was just stunning. And I was a bit, I was a bit scared. I was with my friend Shrimp, and we were on his boat at the time, and um, we were we were just trying to fish for snappers, and uh, and we saw her out on a rock. Uh, and, uh, and you know the story, the old the old myths, the old legends of sirens, you know. A lot of people say mermaids were the sirens. I'm not sure if that's true oh. or not, but well, I've we heard, didn't, we I've didn't heard get, a, get any closer. Of mermaids who are wearing t-shirts that say things like, you laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at you because you're all the same. And uh, it's actually kind of hard to get welcomed into their society because they're so edgy about it, you know? They got a oh, lot of attitude. Oh, wow. That's something I did not did not know. May I ask you, Oyster, you say you're hanging, your friend is named uh, Shrimp and uh, your name Oyster? Well, it's very uh, His nickname is Shrimp. And his is real Oyster name- your Christian uh, full name? My name is Oyster, yeah. I was named Oyster. Oh, so do I you have any other friend named like Scallop or is it, uh, no. is it well, just... Well, Shrimp's real name is Lindsay, but he goes by Shrimp because he likes to eat shrimp. Would you give me, hypothetically, just humor me for a moment and say, uh, maybe think of a third friend and what his name might be? Um, Well, I could call Gordon something. He's my friend. But, oh, you, you know, call we call me pizza. We call him Cobb, you know, Cobweb, stuff like that. Spider, oh, I guess would be a cool one. Wonderful. Uh, I don't. I've just. So I mean, my name's Oyster, but I've always. I wasn't really born and named Oyster. I don't know if I was born. I don't really remember being a child. I've kind of just always been out on the sea, on my boat. So, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm. I've spent quite not quite as much time as you out at sea, but quite a lot over the years. And ever since I crashed my boat, you know, you've seen me around the docks. You've you've taken me on a few trips because. I'm trying to get back out on the ocean and atone well, for what yeah, I've done. Well, yeah, I mean, I, after you lost you after you lost the Ud and Fennel, you were down in the dumps, down on the docks. You'd sit at the end of the dock, kicking your feet. You'd be chucking rocks across the water, kind of just walking around the dock in the pier with your hand yeah. in your pocket. My, my, both my hands on my low. pockets, kicking rocks and sulking with my shoulders up in the air, going, meh. Perhaps and the, uh, I, I, you were it's because you needed to be a flower that uh, perhaps flower... Uh, it wilted whenever you were holding it because oh, you right. were so morose, perhaps. Yeah, because, see, here's the thing, Wolfgang, that you don't know, is the reason is my cargo on that fateful day was about 10,000 big mouth billy basses. And when I smashed into that rock going about 300 miles per hour, per hour <laughs> drunk as a skunk, you know, I spilled them all over the ocean and they're still out there to this day. So I feel like, you know, even though the ocean is such a uh, harsh and unforgiving mistress... I owe it back to the ocean to take all those billy basses out. Only Gordon, only Gordon could make a cargo freighter go that fast. It was a big ship. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I got a little bit. Uh, I was a little devil may care about it, a little devil may cry about it. Well, you think like I kept out going on the faster ocean, and faster every time. I was so you have good all the room in the world. You know, you can you can do anything yeah. really. Nothing There's no speed bad. limits. Once in a while, I see a red light and I just don't stop out here. Are there What's rules the against drunk driving a boat? No, because no. it's on the water. There's no rules out there. The water's out made here, of right alcohol, or alcohol's made of mostly water. It's basically the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh, by the way, Wolf Wolfgang, do not drink the salt water. You can't drink it. You'll get sick. I think I could uh, handle, you know, I think I know uh, 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 my palate. I think I can handle maybe I'm not you saying know, you'll dislike the salt, taste. Salt water. No. I think I could handle one no. gulp of salt. No, there's bottled water I in the cooler. I don't see what the problem could be. We could be. have a beer. We have cocktails, pre-made cocktails. You are the boss. I will leave it to you. I will like not a drink wine salt cooler. Water. You have wine coolers for you. You could have a, a high noon. Have you had a high noon? Ah, you I like have seltzers? not had a, a high noon or a seltzer. I, I, I would love one. Yes. All right, Gordon, get him a, get him a seltzer. More of a red wine, a white wine kind of guy usually, but I think that in a uh, class the circumstances oh, here, we got a high noon. We got a uh, white wine and mussels flavored uh, high noon. Maybe you'll like oh, this one. Wonderful. Yes, yes. I would love that. Exactly. Perfect. You know, one time I took out SEAL Team 6. They all insisted on catching the fish with their bare hands. They wanted to go find uh, Bin Laden's corpse that was put into the ocean and shoot it some more. (laughs) We got out into the water, and they all started jumping in the water, but unfortunately, every single one of them drowned and died. turns out they weren't very good swimmers. 
I heard there's a, a rumor that Bin Laden was actually a mermaid all along, but I don't know if anyone's been able to confirm it. Well, they were it. saying that, but I think it's because they had like a sexual thing where they all wanted to fuck Osama Bin Laden or his yeah, body or something. Yeah, and Team 6 shot up the corpse it was so really much once they found weird. him again. We can't tell anymore. Anyway, uh, so you guys have any questions? Or Well, Gordon, you don't. I mean, you're out here kind of just for the fun of it, tagging well, along. Well, my question is, you know, I've got about 7,000 Big Mouth Billy Basses in the cargo hold. My question is if we're going to find a few more today while we're fishing out here, you know? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, uh, we're going to be in the, close to, to the me. area where you crash your boat. Please, um, if you could uh, explain to me, uh, uh, Big Mouth Billy Bass, uh, uh, I am not familiar with. Uh, is Well, a he's a popular of, uh, American fish? singer. He's a fish who sings. Like, uh, you know what uh, singing uh, like, is? Uh, yes, like a, a, a song, uh, Uptown Funk. Yeah, like right? that. But I don't know if he has the rights With to any the, of those the new little ones. man, and he sings and he's he does mo- like. The, here's did- the thing: he doesn't really sing about funk as much as things that pertain to oh. rivers and streams and oceans. So oh, he'll very, sing uh, about folksy. like, like take me to the river or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Big Mouth Billy Bass is probably a, considered a folk singer, one of the greats. Yeah, nautical it theme is- folk singer. Although he does sing some songs like "Do a Diddy Diddy Dum Diddy Do." I don't know why he sings that one. I guess he's playing the hits. But I think now, he said in this, a, uh, I saw monster? an interview. He was uh, he was in uh, he was on the hour on CBC. I think one year, and he said that he just liked that song. Is is it a sort of uh, will it uh, uh, will it attack me? Uh, is it violent uh, creature or well, is it's, it's uh, battery powered and it's been in the ocean for a couple months now? Oh, like android uh, uh, fish sort yeah, of. Yeah, uh, it's a probably situation. kind of defective by the time we find it. But I just can't sleep knowing that these fish are out there, you know, without I, a home. I uh, I. I I ate uh, so, uh, something similar to what to what you're sounding is uh, 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 when I was in uh, Ireland and we we I come in off the water and uh, somebody hand me a ball and it is a uh, villa visp a villa the visp and uh, you know I, I you eat it like green yogurt like cereal and and despite you know being arboreal it is more of a, 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 a it has an, a briny yeah, I'm sure you had, like I'm sure you had a sautéed leprechaun to a wolf king <laughs> oh if if I would be so lucky to have a, I'm know, just a lep- joking there's a lot of weird stuff you see on the ocean so I'm not dismissing you I'm not you know I've seen a sea giant I I ate all types of things. I ate a, a, a minotaur, uh, but it was disgusting because all day it drink a, a monster energy drink. He tell me, you know, minotaur, tell me. He says, you know, it's for me. It's monster energy drink, and I'm a monster. And I, you know, I found that I found that to be quite sad that the creature viewed himself as as such to to imagine even being a monster. And 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 it made the meat quite bitter. It made it made it sour. It tasted acidic. It was terrible. Would you serve it to people, or it just wasn't even up to your standards? I w- if I am at dinner party with family, have wine, serve it, no problem. At Spago, no, absolutely not. No, well, you gotta. Hi, be, hi, I've heard this. I've heard this from standards. other chefs, uh, other chef friends that I've sold, uh, you know, fresh seafood to. They say that being a chef, it's like you got to do one dish for them and one dish for you. You know, exactly. Well, oh, Cobb, you know what we got to do is we got to we got to whip up some of that uh, Big Mouth Billy Bass for uh, Wolfgang here. Oh, he'd probably love make it. Make your sauce. Make your sauce. Make your garlic sauce. Some people say that the the, the flesh is a little, uh, I, mean, I don't know if gamey is the word, but it kind of It has plastic-y. a crunch to it. Yeah, there's a little bit of a crunch. Even if you melt it on the stove, like you're going to see some green flames start coming out of it, but that's like, you should whiff that in because it's like pretty flavorful. If you actually. freeze, if you freeze it prior to it, the battery acid in it stays fresh even. So when you cook it, it'll make, it makes kind of a weird filmy glaze. Yeah, and, we could actually uh, do two preparations. We could do that and then we could do some sashimi just like straight, oh, you know, not, we're not yeah. even going to fry it up. It's just raw plastic, you I, know? I do not mean to be uh, finicky. I do not mean to be uh, a complain. But I look in kitchen here, and all we have is Montreal steak seasoning and frozen peas. I, I do not understand how you can cook a Billy. Well, bass have you ever cooked this. Italian before, Wolfgang? Because that's yes, all you need. Yes, you Wolfgang. just throw in Italian, the pasta yes. on the pot, and then you just put those peas in there. And we the we catch the rest of the ingredients. Good. We catch oh. the rest of our ingredients. Yeah, we keep oh, eat wonderful. it fresh. 
Oh, is that what we do? Because I've just been using those, and I thought it was. Oh good, yeah, maybe I'll try sea garlic, oh. sea olive oil. You can, we have a strainer, so we strain up some of this oil from the ocean, and it uh, it's delicious. That's what I, I when I you're love on the Mediterranean, you can get a lot of it because you know there's oh. so many people there that eat olive oil and it ends up in the ocean. Yeah, then it's that's true. Like Mother Nature provides. That's what some people forget who don't spend as much time at the sea as us. But it's some like some baby you see bella these, mushrooms, this, um, rainbow colored film on top of the water out here. That's from the earth, and it's okay for us to drink it. That's why I love. Uh, 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 being in the States, uh, having access to the Atlantic Ocean, uh, 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 in the Mediterranean, we have been there for so long. It is hard to find, you know, uh, 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 rarer ingredients I have not seen. Uh, the Mediterranean? Rich. Aren't you Austrian? Oh, but I, 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 I was in, I, I spent lots of time in oh, Corsica. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I ate part of an angel there. Uh, uh, if you, a gentleman, ever had part of an angel is sublime. The angel, you know, I wasn't going what, to partake, you, but the angel said it was okay. Is the part of the angel that looks like a human the good part, or is it like the wings and stuff? I had one of the wings, and I had part of uh, 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 the leg. Uh, a, a roast of the so it angel. It sounds kind of like chicken to me. If you just Which get some good wing sauce on there. To to be honest, I I, I found it to the, the leg to just be, uh, you know, re, uh, really I was just eating a guy. The it was leg like a drumstick. was just a, It was just like a a, a, a you know a, a man's leg that it was. The wing, however, that one did taste more like chicken. Uh, uh but. Uh, it was still very soft, very tender, and and, and I felt a, a, a radiant warmth in myself after uh, finishing the meal. Well, I think if we're lucky, you're gonna eat to get to eat something wilder than that out here, you know. But there's yes, it's uh, out here. It's beautiful in the wilderness out here because you know there's all kinds of things that haven't been eaten out on this side of the world. Uh, you know, there's plenty of witches. There, you know, there is Coco Pelli. There, there is El Chupacabra. There is, uh, uh, you know, all types of things that are new and interesting for me to eat uh, that you're not finding in Europe. Uh, you know, it's hard to find a Dracula anymore anywhere. Oh, well, they were hunted almost to extinction out there. You didn't protect them it's enough. A, it's in a shame. It's a shame. Draculas to Europe are like woolly mammoths to North America, you know? I did not. I met uh, El Chupacabra out here, and uh, it, 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 I did not eat it uh, because I found El Chupacabra to be very cordial to me. Uh, uh, he was very, uh, 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 very nice, very polite-minded manners, asked me if I was okay. I said I cannot eat this. That's true. But you don't want your meal El to be Chupacabra, nice to you. No. Absolutely. It threw off my whole game. I didn't know how to look. I couldn't, I didn't even want to look at him in the eyes. So me and him, the El Chupacabra, we ate a gremlin together. A little gremlin. Like a rotis, like Cornish game hen. Well, It was beautiful. If you only eat creatures who are nasty and mean to you, though, I feel like the meat might be a little... You know, if something's mean, it might just taste stringy and kind of bad. You know? Well, you know, well, if we take... I kind of want to eat good creatures. We took Wolfgang up to the north part of the Atlantic. We were, you know, around like the, the Faroe Islands. I know a place where we can have Kraken. It's a it's a well-kept oh. secret, but we can have some Kraken. Yeah, it's really, uh, really interesting. And um, Sounds like huge portions. <laughs> well, Wolfgang, American. I think you might find it interesting because sometimes... Um, there's only been a few times where they've, you know, had a kraken to prepare, but some of these kraken had processed humans within them, which added to the flavor, oh. you know, a little bit more complexity to it. And I think you might enjoy eating a kraken that had a guy inside it. I had not uh, contemplated uh, kraken. Uh, how you say terroir? It, it's, well, it's, it's very appealing. It's all like he's basically describing a kraken turducken. Where there's a kraken with a guy inside of him, and the guy probably ate like chicken or pork or something. So it's really you're getting like three. And animals they do all they in one. they prepare it in kraken brand rum. Ooh, you could uh, uh, hypothetically you could take a, a man, and I I don't know about you, but I have eaten gnome. I don't know if you have had a gnome, but uh, I, I I found a gnome and I interviewed it, and it, well, it, I've it, had it, turkey. It revealed, is, is gnome like turkey? Uh, uh, no. Uh, 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 it is uh, like eating a little man that looks at you 
and uh, gnomes, I have decided, were very malicious creatures, and I cooked and ate him in a Dutch oven, and uh, it made me think, perhaps we can take man, have him eat gnome whole, and then we take him and we feed him to the kraken, and then we have a kraken human gnome turd ducking type of situation which I think you know is, isn't something you would want to do all of the time but for the Super Bowl a big uh, a big family favorite <laughs> yeah you've if you've never had a Super Bowl party in international waters you've never really had like a good appetizer with it you know and and you know international water Super Bowl parties you know uh, I, I was on uh, uh, Frasier and uh, uh, you know and you know Apparently, at the end of every episode of Frasier, I didn't know this, they get a new dog because they have a Jack Russell Terrier, and he's an actor. And uh, so they get a new one every episode, so they all gather around, and it's like a big meal. Oh, it's the, like a family uh, meal for the crew, yes, yeah. Yes, that the crew and, uh, you know, and then Niles is there, and Frasier's there, and, 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 and you know, we they cooked and ate uh, Eddie over uh, barbecue spit in international waters you think on a Frasier Super Bowl party Niles, for Frasier. Do you think Frasier and Niles ever got tired of eating Jack Russell, Russell Terrier every week? Like, oh, oh, oh yes. dog again. I've uh, I've only saw them do it once, but they they were rolling their eyes. They were they were scoffing at what were at, they at, saying? You know, they like were they, they saying were some saying, really quippy British sounding stuff about it? Uh, they were saying uh 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 uh. uh they, hold on, I'll think of something. <laughs> uh, they just voiced their displeasure at Cooked Eddie when he was being brought around by, they said, woof, like a dismissive woof. And, and then they say, looks like the dog's out of the bag. And I would say both of those are about B minus. So they said, like, oh, I've heard of a doggy bag before, but this dog is out of the bag. Exactly. You that's know what? what? That's said. exactly what they said. Now that you said it, it reminded me. It reminded me of that. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of Kelsey Grammer, he's from the Virgin Islands. So he spent a lot of time out on this very boat. What, you know, please, tell, I know you probably have NDA to say you cannot say what Kelsey Grammer ate or did not eat or who he killed or which wife he got rid of here. But could you just off the record tell me what was it like working with Kelsey Grammer in this situation? Well, he kind of had a weird thing. He said he wanted to be caught. So he came out here with some friends and he would jump into the water and swim <laughs> around. They would try to catch him with a net. And, uh, I mean, that he was, you know, he was very cordial. Um, he brought, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his cousin with him and his, you know, all of his closest friends. So I had about six gentlemen out on the boat, and they were all trying to catch Kelsey. And Sounds they never, like a real party. They could never do it. And um, he was always happy to win, like, their little game. But also, you could tell there was, a, there was like, a sadness to him that he wasn't, caught i think he wanted to be caught but no one could do it no one had the skill it is the risk of being caught that makes you feel alive and in my imagination kelsey was not able to to fulfill this fantasy because he wanted to feel at you know the mercy of the fishermen you know and they 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 imagine if you will they would take the big net and put him on the boat and start hitting him with clubs you know to as you would want to do with a large fish uh, perhaps, uh, you know, he felt this was a very romantic concept. Yeah, I mean, I've seen much weirder stuff out here. I, I've seen, you know, people have killed each other out on this boat, but, uh, I, I, you know, well, it's how kind of a moral gray the, area. I feel oh, like murder is a moral gray area, you're saying? Because I agree. But <laughs> Well, here's the thing. They're going to give me a lot of money to come out on my boat, right? And they're coming out here to have some fun. I'm just a vessel. I'm not going to... I'm not the law out here. You know, there is no law. And a lot of these, you know, people that are doing this stuff are bad people. So I don't really, yeah. you know, what am well, I going to do thing. about it? When a cow is mercilessly slaughtered against its will, you wouldn't say that's bad. So why would you say it's bad to slaughter a human, you know? Or a fish. Or anything that's alive, really. It's easy if it tastes good. The universe the is so massive, you know, are we the ones that were so special that we make the morals about everything revolving around life? 
I don't know. I, I just it, drive this boat. I've been on this boat for centuries, I think. But I don't I, remember. So I like to think that life and death is vast uh, uh, tapestry that we navigate you know, between and simply oh, back put and the forth? only the only law is law of nature. And sometimes you eat a creature like a Fraser dog, or sometimes you eat. You know, I, I would not eat Bigfoot. He's a noble creature. I would not eat him. But sometimes you have to eat. You know, eat a witch and uh, a gnome. And sometimes you eat, and sometimes you get eaten. That's all that there is to it. I mean, most of the time, I would rather be the one eating, though. Because even though, like, what you're saying about life and death is a tapestry and whatever, it's like, I kind of rather be alive. In some situations, I'd rather be eaten than eat something. Oh, not me. I'd definitely rather Would you have eat a nice Frasier? pizza pie than be eaten. I, I find uh, a, a Kelsey Grammer uh, to be brutish man. I, I would not eat uh, Kelsey Grammer. However, uh, what about during- Roz? Who worked with him at the radio station? Remember Roz? What about her? Well, I was. I was well, I wasn't I talking about well, Kelsey Grammer. I was talking about Frasier, the character. Would you eat exactly. Frasier? I would eat Frasier as a character. I I would eat Roz as a character. Uh, I would even eat uh, the, the father, who is uh, surprisingly. Um, uh, Graf for having two uh, uh, foppish children. I would eat him. And you, you did know, eat Eddie, already... so you've already got one under your belt, literally. Yes. I mean, if you want to see it that way, then yes, I've already eaten part of the cast of Frasier. If you want to put it that way, then yes, I've already eaten part of the cast of Frasier. Yes. Yeah, you need to get the achievement for eating all of the cast of Fraser. I would not eat Niles. I, I would not eat the actor or the character of Niles. I have no room for, you know, it's too stringy. And I find him uh, visually displeasing. Well, maybe Wolfgang, he'd be more visually pleasing if he was in a saute pan. Well, I, you know, Oyster, I would say uh, you have a, a, a voluptuousness to you, a male voluptuousness. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you my, have, uh, my, uh, my leather skin from the sun. <laughs> we will peel the skin. It's no worse. The leather your skin is, the more crispy it would get. Uh, I, I imagined you would cook very evenly. And uh, yes, I would give you a try if I had, you know, I would prepare you in a very respectful way. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to eat you. I don't want to really eat any human, but uh, thank you. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to eating one another, I think we need a truce. Because on this moment, I am reminded of the immortal words of Gilbert K. Chesterton, who said, We are all in the same boat in a stormy sea, and we owe each other a terrible loyalty. Okay, well, I mean, okay, clear sure. skies I, so far. I, I nice sunny day. I uh, won't eat either of you. I do not. If you want to eat a little, you know, bit of me, a situation comes down to it. I would not be offended. <laughs> well, you know what, Wolfgang? Maybe you would agree with at least this: that uh, when unknown author said a rough day at sea is better than any day in the office, <laughs> I'll, I'll drink one to that. Drink uh, one that. Uh, High noon. I know. I know. I, we told you not to drink the the salt water, but honestly, if you get used to it, it's totally fine. I've been drinking uh, this high noon, and I find it very good. Uh, but uh, the muscle taste it does taste a bit uh, briny to me. Um, you know, salty, sugary. Uh, uh, you can taste the clam. And, uh, you know, I must say, I find it slightly off-putting, uh, but I will easily finish the drink as uh, to not be rude. Well, we could garnish it with one of the Big Bouth Billy Bass uh, sashimi pieces, if that helps. I would be interested in having some of your Big Mouth Billy Bass. Oh, well, here you go. Here's well, The sashimi well, uh, so easy why to don't prepare. We, let's, just, let's just chop it up. Do here. we want to do a little bit of fishing now? Do you guys want to anchor down here? We can... Well, sit- in... In the immortal words of Robin Sharma, rough seas make stronger sailors. Tough times build greater people. So I would say this is the perfect time to start fishing. I I find it very interesting that whenever uh, 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 sailors uh, get introspective, they often have uh, uh, very uh, 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 
simple metaphors and platitudes <laughs> in order to explain the current uh, predicament that they're going in. Well, it seems like it might be hard to be on a boat all the time. But well, well, sailors are not the smartest people. They have an awful lot of time to think about stuff, but they're too dumb to think of anything interesting. Well, and part of yeah, the reason I mean, is that life is like the ocean. We gotta just, it can be calm or still or lot rough of, and rigid, but in the end, it's always beautiful. It's uh, Yeah, it's all about we don't know anything but this life, you know, being on the water. And a good friend of mine and uh, Gordo here, he's actually not with us anymore, but you know the you know Fisherman's Friend? That's a real, that was a real man. He was a good close friend of ours. And uh, he said once that the ocean is very unforgiving and yet we still forgive her. And I, uh, I really take that to heart. And um, I think of him whenever, uh, you know, I have a sore throat and a bad cough and I take some fisherman's friend because I think about my friend. Now, is this actual man who was fisherman friend his name? Yeah, his name was Fisherman's Friend. And he say, uh, how you say, boring, uh, simplistic, platitudinal uh, quotes to you? It may seem simple to you, but it's deep to us. Yeah, Wolfgang, we, that just shows what a novice you are out here on these high seas. Yeah, you'll learn to become more co- complented. Ugh, I can't even say words. I will learn to be more contemplative. Yeah, that's I, I, what I was I, going for. Yeah, just as I don't you know gentlemen these big have words. shown me, I just saw the I simple am here ocean. To learn. Wolfgang, I am not expert. Wolfgang, I know you can learn because when Kevin O'Leary first came out here. He, you know, he didn't get the life at all. He didn't even get his sea legs yet. But by the time he left, he put his hand on my shoulder and looked directly in my eyes and said, to my anchor, you hold me down even in rough seas. Just know that I'll always be there to do the same for you. I will think of some quotes That's just very like that. True. I will say them to you. I will blow you away. I understand uh, the vast uh, 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 importance of uh, saying Ocean quotes. Perhaps you could say something like, the ocean is crazy because it comes in waves. Oh, that's that's, true. See, I I am understanding. And here's the thing. The people in your life are like waves. They may come and they may go, but you're always trying to ride the next one. They say that uh, the ocean is big and blue, uh, but it never makes me feel blue oh well sometimes it makes me feel blue but that's because i've known these oceans better but here's the thing even when you feel blue know that the even the ocean bottom has its bottom you know you can't go lower than the bottom when you you could say that uh if you if you are feeling blue uh the ocean is uh blue too right that's something Oh, that's something, yeah. That's well, I, something? I think of the wise words of a, a song. I I, I don't want to sing it right now, but it goes, I dream of my love from afar. She is near me like a star. I don't want to live without her. Wind and waves go on about her. The waves of our love, the waves of our song, deep in our heart where they belong. And that's called Fisherman's Song by the great fisherman Peter Gabriel. Oh, wow. That's, that's very interesting. Yes, I'm learning so much. Yes, you guys are very, you are like poets out well, on the Well, you know sea. what happened with Genesis, right? They were out on this boat and they got to a big argument. Is that true? Was it this boat right here? It was, this, it was my boat. Yeah. Oh, wow. What was that like? Did he bring drum set? Well, Phil Collins, he kept playing the drums and that's all he was doing. And Peter was trying to fish. And he told Phil, you're scaring away all the fish with this crazy crazy drum set. And Phil, he gets so into the drums that he's just ignoring both of us. And then Peter threatened to drown him. Um, That's how they were in the air tonight. Well, that's it. Was that Phil? lots of things have happened on this boat? <laughs> this is a very, I mean, crazy. it's been around forever. I mean, my boat has been here and back and there and, yeah. and there. You know, Genesis called themselves that because of the flood, and they weren't Christian or believe in any of that, but they just liked the ocean so much they thought it would be cool. It's all comes center circle. It always comes back to the ocean. It's beautiful. Here's the thing about the ocean. Sometimes it floods, and sometimes there's an ocean drought. But at the end of the day, hey, at least we're out here on the boat instead of in the office. The the tide comes in, the tide goes out. That's life for you. That's why I like the ocean and why I... uh, well, I try to show people that out here, 
we're so small and insignificant. So when someone kills another person or being or thing on the ocean, it doesn't matter. That's right. Here's the thing. When you throw a dead body in the ocean or you jump in the ocean as a living guy, the ocean doesn't judge because we're all one people. Man came from the sea and to the sea we shall return. That's right. That's why I'm so interested in, uh, in the ocean and uh, particularly in finding uh, the mermaid because I find a mermaid to be perfect uh, combination of a savage animal and the beautiful woman that, uh, you know, I think it's a very interesting metaphorical thing, you know. What's the metaphor? Well, is that like, you know, it's, it's two things and it's all mixed up and it's fun. Oh, so it's... a. a- being a half fish, half person is a metaphor and, for and being the two ocean, things. It, the ocean, so, you know, like all the stuff you were saying about the ocean, about, you know, being blue and, you know, about the waves, you know, the same thing. You look at the savagery of it and the uncaringness of it and you compare that to, you know, a beautiful woman with turquoise hair, like eager gamer girl. And I think that's an incredible combination. I, I, simply, I must find one. We must find one. Wolfgang, I, uh, you seem to be very earnest and uh, excited to be on the water as we are and really committed to learning the ways of the sea and kind of appreciating her beauty and her power. And Well, I haven't even brought my friend Gordo here. I've meant to for a while, but well, there's an ocean out there that only I've seen. Only I've been to it. You have own ocean? It's called the Morning Ocean. The Morning Ocean. And Tell me, how do we go? It's bigger than the Atlantic, and I can show you it, but you got to promise to never tell anyone about it. I promise to you, if we find a mermaid, you don't have to worry about ever seeing Wolfgang Puck again. Well, what a strange thing to say. You wanna, I will not, not say my problem. anything. I will not say anything about the morning ocean. You will not hear from me. Okay. I've, the mermaid will do away with me. You won't even have to. You can throw all my stuff over the off of this boat. I am not coming back, I tell you. Well, Cobweb, what do you think? Well, I think he's ready to, you know, it's a special treat for him and for me to see this ocean. You know, some guys that come out here, they're still excited about like the Bermuda Triangle or whatever, but we've all mapped that out pretty well. well we all know the that inside the triangle, it's more of a Bermuda. rhombus in there. Here's the thing about the morning it's ocean. pretty well is, documented. Is the way it lays upon the planet, it's always sunrise there. So the water looks golden. It's beautiful. And you might, I mean, I've never caught one, but we've both, <laughs> Gordon, we've always heard about the money fish. Oh, the legendary money fish of yore that is nothing but gold from head to toe. The only thing that is possibly as valuable as money, gold. Or perhaps the friends we have made along the way. I thought that was the point of the ocean. I've read The Old Man and the Sea. And I think if you look for the money, it's not going to be bad. But I've never been to the the morning ocean. The Old Man and the Sea, the moral of that was that the real friends are the friends we made along the way? Yes, the moral of the story was: is this fish is is too big? It's crazy! It's too big. That was Just a crazy a sm- fish. I mean, he's got a get point. Get a smaller fish, and you'll be more happy. You know, Ernest Hemingway was on this boat. He came with ten of his cats that had the extra toes, and they were all fishing. We were there for about two weeks on the uh, the boat, and they caught more fish than any other client I've ever had. Did yeah, you show actually- him the morning ocean? No, no, Hemingway, I mean, I told him about it, but he didn't believe me. I've been None to the his cats. Bermuda Triangle, and all that is there is pilot meat. I, you can eat as many pilot as you want, but nothing else good, nothing else interesting. All right, well, we're going to head southeast and... Oh, wait. Fellas, this is not good. Look ahead. There's just some dark clouds. Uh-oh, it's looking like a, some kind of storm is a ruin. We've been talking so much about how this mistress is so cruel and unforgiving. And look, here's Exhibit A right here, you know? Is, by mistress, uh, you mean the morning oceans? No, uh, just the bad, ocean in general, like all the oceans, kind of. Are we mad at the ocean? No, the ocean's mad at us, and we're on our way to the, the golden, cooler What did we do to the one. ocean? 
Well, here's the thing. It's so cruel that it doesn't matter if we did anything to it. You got, you don't know the first thing about the sea yet, do you? I am trying to learn. I am trying to be as cordial and as nice and polite to the ocean as possible. But I must find, I must admit that the logic is uh, is a little hard for me to follow. Okay, well, you're going to need to learn to trust us and get close to us like family. Because apparently J.K. Rowling once said, family is a life jacket in the stormy sea of life. So basically, if you need a life jacket in the sea of life, basically that's each other out here. I, I, I must stop this quote. Uh, that quote had nothing to do with the ocean. It just used the yeah, ocean like as a metaphor. If you were in the sea of life, the last thing you would need is a life jacket, right? It seems I, like the I sea of life is the safest place to fall into if you're alive. The sea of death sounds much more alarming to me. Yeah, right? Well, I've, I've never worn a jack, life jacket in my life. If the sea must claim me, then I'm all hers. You know, I've known... A lot of women in my time going to different port to port and island to island. And I've laid with many and uh, no woman comes close to the great sea. The sea has cradled you in the bosom of her waves. But then the stormy seas arrive. It's like, <laughs> like when you get into an argument, sea. but you still love the woman. Yeah. She may batter I, your ship with And her storms. tears are salty, but her ocean waves are also salty because she's uh, the would, ocean. Would you all be mad at me again if I questioned a bit of what we're saying right now? Uh, are you well, be constructive. Give me something better. Hold that thought, uh, Wolfgang. We're going to the storm right now. Everyone brace yourselves. I, I will hold should we batten anything down? What should we batten down? Batten the hatches. Should I sit oh, yeah. down? The waves and the storm are too loud. I can't hear you, Wolfgang. What about the poop deck? I'm holding deck? Is it the good? rope. I don't know where Wolfgang, it can. Do not Wolfgang, hold the rods. the poop deck. You might get struck by lightning. Is Bob that the, the poop front? deck? I'm going to lay down to avoid lightning. Head below. Get Wolfgang below. Yeah, go below. Go starboard. Hold on, fellas. I'm go getting the, this out of here. The interior poop deck. Uh-oh. Someone forgot to batten down the hatch of the billy bass room. Wolfgang, that was your hatch to batten. They are all screaming. All the Billy Bass in this screaming. We're losing oh, them. We're losing them. That was our only food on board. I do not think it sounds like hell in there. It's awful concophony. Oh, no. They're all spilling out. They're all over the place. You're losing them all over again, going Gordon. everywhere. I tried to bat. I don't Hold know what batting means. Do you want me to shut the door? No, it's too late now. They're flying all over the place. We're losing them. <sighs> Wolfgang, do you know how long it took me to fish up 7,000 plastic fish? They're plastic, so they don't even bite. Like, they don't even how take the bait. I know? How would I know how long it... I didn't know what... Uh, well, it didn't take that long. It was, it was actually kind of... We found like 6,000 of them in a pile, and then the other ones took a little longer. But still, like, it's really disappointing to lose all of those. All right. Well, that was a rough storm, but I think we're out of the worst of it. I'm sorry, Gordon. I tried to get us out sooner. I'm sorry you lost oh your Billy Bass. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm starting all over out here. They were saying, I don't know if this is some last message to you or something, but the big mouth Billy Bass, what they were saying is that they want to go to the river and that they wanted you to take them to the water. Well, is they're in the water now because they're in the ocean. Well, unfortunately, you took them to the water by not battening their hatch. I still don't know what uh, baton means, so I apologize to you, I guess. Wolfgang, well, I guess. those those were each worth about five grand a piece. I hope you're happy. Why would that make me happy? I would love to have eaten them, have them sashimi, roast one, perhaps use some of these Montreal steak seasoning we have here, but now I have nothing, so it is what it is. Well, it looks like the storm passed. It was one of those 30-second storms. Forgivingly. See, here's the thing about the ocean. She's also forgiving, even though she's merciless and cruel. Wait. Wait. Starboard. Which one's left? Look, uh, if you could Port. look. Something there. On the rock, there's a woman with the hair. Is that mermaid? Hold on. Let me get on my binoculars here. Oh, you know what, Wolfgang? Today is your lucky day. I'll be damned. That is a mermaid. We must approach it immediately. We must go. We must. I must have vegetable mermaid. 
I got it. Don't you worry. We're on this it. This is exciting. I am bobbling. This is so exciting. All Wait, right. we might want to exercise a little caution. It looks like her t-shirt says, this is what attitude looks like. We don't know she what she's going to say or do. Whatever, you know, t-shirt she want. I don't care what she wear. I'm friends with a Frankenstein. He wear blazer even in summer. It's so hot, I tell him. He says That's it's not fine good. to me. All right. Well, we're going to bring you in close. There's a little bit of distance I want to keep, but we do have this small dinghy that we can send you over in. How's that sound? I don't want you boys to be surprised. That sounds good. I just... I. I must, uh, you must be prepared. Um, I am going to offer uh, myself uh, to this uh, mermaid uh, for her to eat me. Uh, so I want you to understand that is what's happening. Are you sure she that she's going gonna want to want me? She might, she might. I, it's worth it for me to ask and see what their response is. Um, I have had this uh, vision for a long time, and I think it's this is the way I want to go. Well, we're not here to stop you. I mean, that's why people come out here. I mean, that's why you signed the Crazy paper. I told like you. I, I, I mean, I've never seen anyone wanting to offer themselves up to be eaten. But I mean, if you want to be food, Wolfgang, I mean, it's your life. I, I, I would want to be food, yes, in this circumstance, yes. That's the irony of the chef, right? Every chef spends their life preparing food. And yet, in order to keep preparing it, you can't become it, right? You understand exactly. That's exactly what I mean. It's This is my final recipe. It is a customary among all the great Michelin star chefs. Uh, when you die, you must... Your final recipe you write is one for yourself. And this is mine. And I want a creature as beautiful as a mermaid to have the privilege of eating me. Well, uh, okay, if you look at her t-shirt through the binoculars, the backside of it says, damn, I make 60 look good. So I don't think she's like a young... Well, I think, here, mermaid, well like I think, think, I mean, Gordon, I think they just find t-shirts floating around in the ocean and just wear what they find. It's like, well, they might live like, a long time. Too. There's probably sure. some of them wearing like Super Bowl losers t-shirts out here too. I mean, it That's just happens. True. I've heard tale of that. There was probably a huge shipment of those on your ship that crashed too. And you didn't even know. Oh, are you telling me I have to fish up all these damn I make 60 look good shirts now too? I mean, I mean, if you want to, you got to fish up all the if you can read this, the bitch fell off shirts. I mean, uh, I'm going to be out here for the rest of my life finding all well, this junk. Didn't I you dropped. plan on being out here the rest of your life? Well, yeah, but for fun, I wanted to drive boats at like 700 miles per hour and not just be looking for old t-shirts. Listen, why don't we go to the morning ocean and when we're done there having fun, I'll help you fish them up. All right. It's always more fun with a, a friend. You know, that's what they say about the ocean. I am climbing down. Well, next week we got... Next week, I got John Daly and his ugly son coming out on the boat. So I think they'll probably be down to fish up some of those shirts, too. Oh, wow. Uh, boys, I must uh, bid you adieu. Uh, thank you so much for bringing me uh, to this position. I am getting in the dinghy, and I am off. If you could push me, and I could address the mermaid. I, she sees us now. She's looking at us, but I need to be closer. All right, well... Do you have everything you need? Yes, yes, I've prepared. You can see this big scroll in my pocket. I wrote it uh, for the very final recipe for roast Wolfgang Puck. I am Wait, prepared. You're making her prepare the recipe. You're not even preparing yes, the recipe. Yes, that's dish part for of it? the agreement. It She's is gonna a, find all It the is an agreement amongst rational Wait, creatures. Have you been brining yourself this whole time? Is that that smell? Yes, on you? I have been brining. I have been eating rare herbs. I have been, I lay around. I don't use a muscle on my body. I am prepared. I am becoming <laughs> like veal for this thing. You know, and this whole time I was wondering why you're in a vacuum sealed bag. I am in sous vide <laughs> now, bag. Now it makes I have sense. It. I didn't want to You ask. can see in the bag a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of crushed garlic. I am ready to go. It's going to be an amazing meal. I, I want to dedicate myself you know, the best thing I ever ate was a Coco Pelli. I hit this Coco Pelli play flute for me the whole time. 
as I ate him, starting at his little feet, moving up until I ate his heart. He played the flute the entire time like the I was eating him. band playing while a ship goes down, basically. Yes, I ate his legs. He never stopped playing the flute. I thought this is beautiful experience. Tears Was he melting lower and lower eyes. into a cauldron? And he's like melting more and more and his flute just keeps playing. And then the flute melts into the dish with him. Yes, exactly. And what else can I do that is more saintly than offer myself up to this mermaid in the same way that the Coca Pelle offered himself to me? I find it very beautiful. Oh, you got to pay it forward. That's what the, another thing we say about the exactly. sea is you got to pay it forward when you you're gotta, out at sea. You have to pay it forward on the sea. That's right, well, you what want us Kelsey to kick Grammar you? told me. We want, you want us to kick you over there in this dinghy toward the... Yes, uh, yes, thing? yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, another thing I heard about the sea from Kevin O'Leary is that you got to spend money to make money. Uh, That's so true. I guess I guess this mermaid's got to have to spend money on all these ingredients you didn't prepare for her ahead of time. So, <laughs> uh, Excuse me, um, mermaid, if I may address you. I am Wolfgang Park. Uh, uh, I have eaten so many wonderful zings. And I have made a pledge to return the favor to someone or something with a sophisticated palate. And I have been, you know, before I die here, I have been fatting myself up, eating rare herbs. I drink melted butter. I have abstained from wine. I just eat macaroons and iced cream. Just like I have eaten so many zings, I do not want to be a hypocrite. I have learned this technique from Joel Rubichon, who recently passed away, best chef in the world. He closed down his restaurant in Las Vegas and had his kitchen staff slaughter and prepare him for a wolfman. I saw his sous chef stuffing him into a sous vide bag and they served him to the wolfman with a white wine butter sauce and capers. But what creature is miraculous enough to eat Wolfgang Puck? I have seen the greedy dragon, so gluttonous and mean, it cannot eat me. It would not savor me and would not show my flesh respect, and it would suddenly swallow me. No, I do not respect dragon. But what of noble Sasquatch? No, he cannot eat me. He is too pure a soul. My friend Gordon Ramsay, he tell me, what about unicorn? Angelic animal, glittery, bright, beautiful, but no, there is no primalness there, no urgency. It would not appreciate the meat. I will be killed. This is the recipe you must follow as part of our agreement for you killing and eating me, mermaid lady, thank you. I will be killed the same way all of my Austrian ancestors have been killed. I'll slit my throat and hang me upside down until all the blood has drained from my little impish body, then you must shave me completely. Remove my lymph nodes and all of my internal organs. I want you to butterfly me, remove my penis and testicles. I want you to simmer my lymph nodes in a pot of chicken broth and white wine for 30 minutes. Chew on my lymph nodes after that for an appetizer and you will go berserk like you are starving and you will be very angry. I want you to sous vide my little weird hairless body in a large pouch for 12 hours at 145 degrees. Take it out, dry me with paper towels and prepare a large Hawaiian roasting pit. Get the coals hot and put a big steel rod through me vertically. Tie up my legs and arms so I don't look all crazy flailing around there. And I want you to get a big bucket of melted butter with chives and parsley and mop me up and down. Let me rest for... There he goes. Former Captain Gordon Webb finally reclaimed all the lost billy basses. It turned out each one was wearing a Damn I Make 60 Look Good t-shirt, making it easy to track those down, too. Then, one day, Gordon was invited to meet the real Big Mouth Billy Bass at a charity concert for people who like to be taken to the river. <laughs> the next week, Captain Oyster met with John Daly and his ugly son for a fishing expedition. They agreed to help Oyster fish up all the shirts that his friend, Captain Gordon Cobweb, was looking for. 
John Daly was pictured wearing a shirt that said, Every day I fight. And his son, of course, was wearing a Hooters tank top. It's said that Captain Oyster showed them the morning ocean, and they were never seen again. People speak of Captain Oyster still out there on the ocean, looking, looking for the money fish. The money fish turned out to be made of silver instead of gold and wasn't as fun to find as people had expected. Wolfgang Park was cooked in his big microwave in the studio apartment of a mermaid in the Marianas Trench. She ate him like he was chicken fingers, and as such, his soul was not released from his body. And now he is going around the Marianas Trench as an elaborate curse for mermaids who don't know what the fuck is going on. 